looking at his phone i don't know what he's doing it doesn't matter but he's here he's back he gave me a hard time last time and he's here to give me a hard time again i'm pretty sure because what did i do this time (laughs) just jump in you did exactly what you did last time (laughs) which is not show up at the time that we agreed upon that you know it's i think you know what it is is now that i've already been late with you i'm always going to be late with you like forever is it a power move no it's not a power move it's it's because the universe now is spiting me for this so you just you're just going to continue to disrespect my time <laughs> i'm not sure to disrespect your time it was so trafficy today okay how did i get here on time then i don't know do you have a car no exactly what is so, that so it my... should be more difficult for me to get here how did you get here i took a lift you took a lift yeah and what time did you leave uh, around 11.30. I left my place before that. Well, you should have left even earlier, it seems. <laughs> it, it was so traffic today. They're having um, a free museum day in LA today. It's odd that that was... I don't want to alienate you guys, but we are in Los Angeles. <laughs> what? It's odd that what? It's odd that that would be the explanation for the traffic. No, there was so much traffic on the way up here, like in, in Mid-City. Because all the museums no, are it's, in Mid-City. No, it's just your, your commitment level is low <laughs> to the podcast. That is not true. I How understand. is my commitment level low? You're, you're... First off, let me just say who I'm speaking to. If you don't already know this voice, you you know who this is. This is Charles Disney, and he's come back to, <laughs> he's come back to raise my blood pressure again. That's right. I'm already, I'm already on edge. Good. Why? I don't want to be. You showed up 15 minutes late. Listen. That's very not professional. I was here at 12 o'clock last week and the week before. Well, I was not. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't have any evidence that you actually. Are we friends? Are we friends? Yeah. Define friend. (laughs) Or do we have a friendship relationship? I guess. What do you mean you guess? As much as someone can be friends with you. What does that mean? Well, I, I, before the recording began, I believe we were discussing your tendency towards narcissism. So I'm not narcissistic. Friendships with you are, are more like what people, can, what purpose can no, serve that is in your not life. True. I, I do not use people at all. Okay. At all. No. No, I don't. Okay. Have you heard people say that about me? No. That I use people? No, I'm, I'm only going on my experience. I can only speak Your experience. Yeah. And what do I use you for? No, it's not that, that I'm being used by you. It's just that <laughs> your interest in me is only uh, a function of how it serves you. Oh, that's not remotely true. Mm-hmm. All right. No. Okay. That's not true at all. All right. Then why do you text me during the day when I'm at work? Oh, it's entertaining. <laughs> why? Because it's funny. What's funny? Because we laugh at the same things. But if so I were, we're friends. But if we I were to ever sense s- share something about myself or say, oh, this is going on my on in my life, uh-huh. you would immediately turn the conversation back Oh, no, back absolutely to you. not. No. I, I, you know, you don't share anything about yourself because everything's a secret. I don't, n- nothing's a secret. Nothing's a secret. Book. No. You're an open book. No. <laughs> But if somebody See, that's what I if thought. somebody wants to open the book, it can be opened. Oh my god, Charles, you are wrong. Okay. <laughs> Again, All right. it's unbelievable to me. Look, I talk to you often because I I, I do like you. I'm I as a friend. Yeah, I, very interesting. I, I'm teasing in case anyone can't figure. You're that teasing out, right now. Yes. yes. Well, I can't tell because it gets a rise out of me. I'm really easy to get a rise out of. Clearly. Have you noticed that? No, not at all. (laughs) Surprising. Oh, my God. 
Anyway, so this episode has been months in the making. Well, first off, can I just say, like, you thought that this podcast wasn't going to last, right? I still think it's not going to last. What do you What do you mean? It's not. So, how many years do I need to do this before you believe me? Because a lot of people end their podcasts after a few years. I I don't know if I have a year requirement. I just have my doubts. First of all, last time we spoke, we said it would be the sixteenth episode that I would be on. At the time of this recording, you're going to be the sixteenth. There's only twelve episodes. <laughs> Yeah. So So what's wrong with that? I don't have any proof that you're actually making it past 15. There, I only have your word. There's three additional happen. episodes that are pre-recorded. I see. All right. Why do you... <sighs> Where's my ibuprofen? This is... <laughs> I think it's in my purse. I have to take one. Did you um oh by the way, here before we get into the real shit that we were gonna talk about, um, thank you for making the effort to coming to my party, but you didn't stay. So <laughs> like, okay, first off, listen guys, if if an invitation on a party says nine o'clock, do you actually show up at nine o'clock? Nobody does that. Nobody has ever done that in the history of parties. Well, <laughs> I think traditionally people are used to when there's a range of times at a party. Sure. They expect the host to be there during the range instead of the range is there, but then you arrive at the party and the person whose party it is is not there. Okay. So well, we, we did go. And I did bring people. And I, who did you bring? I brought my friend Isaac Simpson. Who, my friend. <laughs> who you love. Um, no comment. And I, I also, do love Isaac. I also brought Dan Depriel because he I think was. I've met him. He's a very funny comedian. He was with us that evening. I said, "Hey, come over to the party. It's going to be a fun party. You get to see Heather." <laughs> and we go over there. And but you, you, your plan was to have a heart out by like what time? We, I said I need to be out of here in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even like that. You're so you barely. We're going to show up. Anyway. Well, I'm not drinking this month, so being, are you on Whole Thirty again? Yes, I am. Oh my god! So being, it's hard for me to be in bars and stuff because when you you don't have anything to drink, alcohol wise, it's it's rough because right. everybody else is because drinking. you obviously has a, have yeah. a taste for the booze. And Isaac is, <laughs> and Isaac is not drinking for what Isaac because he had a horrible drinking experience <laughs> he, at Christmas time. He threw up. No, it's much more complicated. I don't know if I can talk about it, but it was pretty bad. Uh, it involved he, going he, to Mexico. Oh, he had the shits for a while. No, okay. It's not a. It's not a thing that happened to him. It's just he drank too much alcohol and said, "I, I need to take some time off." Oh, damn. And then Dan is also not drinking alcohol. God, so the, see, almost every creative person has a fucking drinking problem. Have you noticed this? Yeah, well, it's great. <laughs> What's great? It makes life. Did wonderful. you say drinking is great? Yeah. Oh, it is. It passes the time. Listen, I hope you know. I host an open mic for four hours. The alcohol helps. When these, but do you get drunk at the mic? I've I never noticed I certainly that. do. Oh, I've by, never noticed By the end that. of the night, I, I can hold my alcohol pretty well, but I'm pretty buzzed. Oh, I can never tell. So when I don't drink and yeah. it's getting to be 1130 at night. And yeah, I mean, you, you hold yourself together pretty well. So do I, though. Yeah, and t- up to a point. <laughs> You've never seen me drunk. I've seen you pretty hammered. When? Uh, we It was at a show Uh-oh. does anybody care about this it was at a sh- dave Sir oh show. I, no but i had come from didn't i go to my office christmas party i don't yeah i think so you and were very, my boyfriend at the time was there you were very hammered yeah no yeah i had so, a lot of martinis yeah they were free yeah I, well so i've seen <laughs> what happens when there's too much alcohol does anybody interested in this? No. Oh my god! It begins. Nobody. It begins. No. Who gives a fuck? Listen, my hardcore fans are are listening. Okay. That's all I care about is yeah. my fans. All right. I love my fans as long as they're entertained. <laughs> so we were going to talk about something really specific today, and this is a theory that we've talked about a lot. It's good when you drink on a podcast. People love <laughs> hearing that. I just wanted a sip of my coffee. Okay. Look, you're you just like to give me a hard time. All right. What do you mean, all right? What whatever you say. So you, we're gonna introduce a topic, or yeah, this is the topic. Okay. So you call it you call it the uh, well. We, everybody's heard the friend zone before, right? Yeah. 
It's a standard. But you, but you think it doesn't exist. No, I don't think it's real. Right. And you call it, the, what's what's the alternate? Well, it's not what I call it. It's what I call what actually mm. exists. Okay. Which mm. I don't think is that, um, which I don't think is that unique. I'm sure other people have discussed this. I don't but, know. But I call it the fuck zone. Yeah. Right? It's mm-hmm. where s- someone determines that you are fuckable. And they usually make yeah. that determination pretty quickly. Within seconds. I, I would estimate. I can only speak for myself. I think women decide way faster than men. Why is that? Because, I don't know, as a woman, like, I look at a man and I know right away whether or not I would fuck him. Okay. All right. Like, so within you, seconds. You're a woman. Ten seconds. So I'll, I'll take your... I'll take your opinion for true. <laughs> but men, I feel, are much more flexible because they'll pretty much fuck anybody <laughs> to a point. Depends Don't on the man. Think? I think it's man-dependent and how desperate they might be at a given moment. But Straight sure, men. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they want to get at it. But the, but the corollary to that is it's difficult to tell that with gay men because it's, I think it's easier nowadays, certainly, for gay men to find a willing partner within the appropriate amount of time. It is? To fuck? Yes. How? 100%. I feel like it's so much easier for gay men to find sex than for any other, like for straight women or for straight men. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, you said it's more. No. I said it's, <laughs> I said it's easier. Yeah, easier. Yeah. You're more likely to be able to right. find a partner. Yeah. Oh, God. that It's hard out here for me. Why? <laughs> to get fucked? No. I I that happened recently. <laughs> so every, do tell. Tell what? Your story. Yeah, somebody made love to me recently. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Nice. Somebody who I like. Oh, good. You know, unlike in the past, where it's somebody I don't really care about. Where you're just getting drilled down by some <laughs> schlub. Schlub. No, I only I only have sex with like attractive guys. Okay. Honestly, like I have people for some reason, like, I don't know what, like I've had people like sort of like try to set me up with people and I'll like see a picture. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Who sets anybody up now? People do that. Why? It's stupid. I know. I would never even go on a date that was set up for me by anybody (laughs) else. There's a comic who keeps trying to set me up with like all kinds of guys. And I'm like, no, no, no. What, what comic is it? I don't want to say their name because I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Write it, write it down and I'll look at it. Okay. Hold on. I have a I have a pen right here. How many times have you been set up? How many times? Yeah. Or somebody's attempted um, to set you up? I don't know. Like four or five times. And th- there was one years ago where um, my friend set me up with this, this guy who was from France. Ooh. Oh, don't say ooh. Because a lot of people from France. And look, I love... France is a great country. Did he smell? Yes. Is that what you're <laughs> they smell. Yeah. yeah. They they don't have the same sense ah. of like hygiene that we do here. Do okay. you know what I mean? I don't know the particulars, but when I was interning back in college, we had a French exchange student that was also interning and he stank. Oh my God. Yeah. He this smelled. guy, uh, in, I'm glad we're bringing up this story because my friend, she, um, she was one of my best friends like since high school and like she got some idea that like I would be interested in this guy but he had like okay first off immediately he had weird like European facial hair (laughs) which is what he had like a soul patch I think and like sideburns yeah and I was like no this guy is like he he was like from the past but in the euro trash kind of yeah and he had a french accent you know which is fine or whatever but um i don't like french accents i just wasn't into him and then we went on a date and i don't remember where i we went to some place where we had like a charcuterie this is before charcuterie was like a big thing okay this was years ago okay charcuterie hipster (laughs) we had wine or whatever and then um we god yeah i ended up like fooling around with him or whatever and you know, there was something... He was uncircumcised? No, I didn't see his no. dick. I'm assuming. I did not get to that point. Okay. I, I, I didn't want to see it. It probably smelled. <laughs> Just guessing. Oh, my God. This, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... Like, the memories I'm pulling out right now are very interesting. No, but let's just say that he performed a certain sexual act on me. Okay. Okay. And I was very bored the entire time. 
Why? What was he doing wrong? He just wasn't doing it right. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. I'm assuming you mean he was giving you oral sex. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what was he doing wrong? Uh, I don't know. I guess. Well, I get bored with it anyway, usually. Um, (laughs) I know that sounds so stupid, but I don't know. I guess maybe just not enough pressure or something. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I was just kind of bored. So I kind of, I faked it. (laughs) (laughs) I faked it. Why bother? Why just be like, meh? He's got to learn. He's not going to learn unless he gets taught. I Well, I didn't have the time to teach him. Okay. Well, no, you, don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to teach him to do it. You just have to teach him like, oh, what I was doing did not achieve Well, I didn't want to give him... I didn't... I like, I, what? I That would be helping him. I would be helping him. Yeah, don't you want to help other women in the future? I don't think this... any woman should be getting oral sex from him. Right. <laughs> what the problem is, is that he is going... When he... You're going to give him a confidence boost by coming or appearing to come. So he's going to be like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a good attentive lover." Oh, well, the, the story is the story goes on. Oh, okay. So I I was like, um, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I did not return the favor. Yeah. I was I was like pretty annoyed at this point and I was just like, I'm going home. So I go home and then a couple days later, my friend who had set me up with him like we ended up having a conversation where he said that he was annoyed because he had like made me come and i didn't return the favor and i was like oh he did not make me come yeah (laughs) so i have no favor to return you should have not pretended to come that's what what do you (sighs) look first off i was a lot younger when this happened okay i was i was like 23 in the future what if you're not coming don't try to assuage a man's ego by pretending to come just be like yeah you didn't make me come but better better work on that men usually if a man is sexually experienced enough he'll know if you actually did or not okay don't you think no i don't really no especially not with women Uh uh-uh no no way you can tell i don't think so i don't think men are if i mean Maybe, but I wouldn't. I'd say it's more fifty-fifty about whether he can actually tell. Men are very delusional right. about their fuck skills. Oh, this guy was so delusional. Yeah, of course. So awful. You, he also had those transitions. You know those glasses where like you're inside and they're clear, and then you go outside, they <laughs> turn to sunglasses. Was he wearing them while during sex? <laughs> I don't remember. He looked up from oral sex. <laughs> they were. They were they dark. Were dark. And you're like, What's happening? <laughs> Why is this happening? Oh my god! Oh, but he. Oh god, he was so fucking boring. How That's did, why I don't want anybody to set me up ever. How did he? But if he was like as unappealing as he mm-hmm. sounds, how did you get to the point where he was eating you out? <laughs> don't call it eating out. I hate that. Okay, he was. I hate that term. Going down on me. Really pleasuring you. <laughs> um. Licking your box. <laughs> Do not say that. <laughs> Do not say that. Okay. Um, I don't know. This was like a time in my life where I was hooking up with a lot of people. So it was like, whatever. Was he in I your fuck zone? I was kind of drunk, zone? I think. Was he in your fuck zone? No, I wasn't going to fuck him. I didn't. Mm. But you still did stuff with him. Sure. Mm. But there could be people you do some things with. and You know what I mean? I don't know. Not everything is for everybody. <laughs> I get that, but I don't. But all these guys who people try to set me up with, I'm usually they're like fucking nerds, you know? And then usually, this is another thing I don't like. They like I like guys who like work out and go to the gym. Right. You know, and these guys are always like soft. <laughs> and I hate that. Soft in that they're like chubby or not chubby, but well, no, they're like skinny fat oh. or like and I don't like that. I like guys who are in good. What if shape. they're slender? But in, I don't. I don't like guys who are like like slender. What does that mean? Like th- like skinny. They're no. not. But they're not skinny fat. Like slender. Like they're toned, but not. <laughs> I, I'm, that's bulky. not really my type. I get you. I like more of a, somebody who looks like they work out. You want a lumberjack? No, not a, no, not that big. Okay. I don't know what it is. A it's jock? like an in between. T- kind of you want sure. A jock? Well, yeah, yeah, I could show you a picture of a guy who I used to go out with, and maybe that'll like. Show you. We'll just use gay appellations. That'll (laughs) that'll determine. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Type that you have. Mm. Sounds like you like jocks. 
I think so. I'm not sure. Like, define that. What do you think that looks like? Uh, it's somebody, you know, like, well, there's there's variations. Is it more, Do you like more soccer player types? Mm. Or do you like more football player types? Or is it in between? Oh, I don't know. That's a good that's a good question. <laughs> are you looking up this person? Yeah. Do you edit out the dead air on your show or you just let it play? I just let it... Listen. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we'll just sit here and wait. For I'm you trying to, to find a good... Facebook is not good for finding pictures of people always. Anyway. Oh, but I also have, I have like a couple of different types. Like I like guys who are kind of like, um, kind of like stocky also. Like I, I, I've been attracted to guys who are shorter than me, like a lot. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Stocky how? I don't like, like short and muscular type guys. Squat? Yeah. Well, here's a picture. I dated this guy for a while, like six months. (laughs) Was a uh, can I say what he does? No, you cannot say that. Well, he's a, he, so he he plays. He's an, an athlete. Yeah, he's an athlete. He was. All right, you like jocks? That's like yes that's, and no. I like jocks, but then I also at the same time I like jock. intellectuals. You can be a jock and be an intellectual. He's pretty smart, but um, that's my t- those are my two types. You like that the I, jock body type, is what I'm saying. Yeah, or a guy who just looks like he works out. Okay, you know, standard. I mean, my last boyfriend worked out. Okay. Could you tell? No. <laughs> he did. Okay. He's in good shape. I'll take your word for it. Mm. Um, yeah. Or I like, you know, I, you know what I really, I'm attracted to like guys who wear glasses and I'm, I'm really attracted to like, um, I don't know, like guys with dark hair and like brunettes. <laughs> I think I like Jewish guys <laughs> a lot. I think a lot of people do. Really? A lot of people like Jewish men. Yeah. I don't know. There's just, you know. I know one. I know a nice Jewish man. Oh, you do? Are you going to set me up? No, he's engaged. Who are you talking about? Isaac Simpson. <laughs> he's Jewish? Yeah, he's Jewish. Oh. No wonder why I'm a... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> no wonder what's going on there. Oh, wait. Ooh. You know or you know the other person who I'm like attracted to, too, right? No. You know, this guy, we hang out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what type that is. Yeah. That's a tough one. Dark hair, glasses. Yeah. He's smart. It's all there. <laughs> Very funny. Anyway. Yeah. So um, we got a little off track. But, you know, it. this... Oh, and the French guy, he ended up marrying the older sister of another girl I went to high school with. Wow. So he's in America. He got his green card with, with that bad pussy-eating technique. He got... A green card, folks. He's, he's probably doing that a should bad be a job test for right now. <laughs> Terrible. They're in their suburban house. Oh, God. She's just awful. Completely disappointed. Do you think he still smells or has he acclimated? Well, how long has he been living here? At least 10 years. Where do they live? Colorado Springs. Mm. It's a tough, because culturally you wonder if somebody like told him, like, hey, you stink. You People to- are not very direct there. Oh. Yeah, I don't know much about Colorado culture, so. Yeah. Have you been? I've been to the uh, Boulder area. I flew into oh, okay. Denver. Pretty uh, pretty liberal areas. I'm from a very conservative town, Colorado Springs. Yeah. So. Isn't there a mega church there? Oh, yeah. New Life Church. Right. That's where Focus on the Family is headquartered, right? Well, yeah. They're actually right by each other, like on, in the same area, but they're two different organizations. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, they're both... Uh, bad <laughs> but new new life church they used to i i had friends so i used to work at american eagle outfitters in the mall and i had a lot of friends who went to new life church and they would like get young people to come by like they had like free starbucks <laughs> <laughs> and that was like one of the big draws yeah. and then they would have like because this is back when like pop punk was like really big you know remember like fallout boy and all those bands oh, yes yeah, so like they would have like these pop punk like Christian bands, ah, and then everybody would go to like see them. There was this one Christian band. Do you remember a band called Acceptance? No. Oh, they were Christian. I they actually have a good album. Do they? I still listen to it sometimes. But you know, is that the kind where they like trick you into listening to it because they have really poppy melodies, and then 
just yeah exactly you, you but stuff. it has it has sort of like this underlying message yeah. you know like oh jesus it's very upsetting <laughs> yeah the uh the head of focus on the family i remember he has a really what is his james dobson james dobson he, yeah i went to his son um was nominated for homecoming king oh at my high school well i went to a, a wealthy high school so a lot of who's who were there <laughs> james dobson used to dispense advice about how to make sure your kids don't grow up gay <laughs> and one of the ones was like to take a shower with your son oh so, my god yeah, it was very, like, <laughs> it's all this very gay advice to avoid oh a gay god. son it's like i don't know if that's the i think you're gonna make more gay kids this way instead yeah. of less yeah don't shower with your son <laughs> um let's let's go back to the uh fuck zone yeah the fuck zone so when you when you meet somebody do you know right away if you're attracted to them generally yeah Right. Like, do you ever see somebody and you're instant like, okay, this person is extremely attractive. I would fuck them. Yes. Okay. I do that too. 100%. I think everybody does. I don't, I guess. In some way or another, I, I think that it's fairly common for people to do that. That's why I think- Like when you're first meeting somebody in any social situation. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And then there may be factors that like make you more or less attracted, I would say. Oh, yeah. Like personality stuff. Like as a, it's like an onion. As you're yeah. like slowly like peeling like, away layers, you're like, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. uh-oh. Like, I, like I can't deal with this. You know, And usually for me, that has a lot to do with like politics- like people's politics or personal beliefs, mm. you know, like if I don't see eye to eye with somebody's personal beliefs, like somebody could be like extremely like hot. But like if they're like saying something I inherently don't agree with, they immediately become unfuckable. Right. You know, they move out of the zone. Exactly. But the theory basically is that because men, there's this whole like subset of like, because I because I actually like was looking at like some pickup artist websites today. Yeah. This is this still a thing? Do people still listen to this stuff? I, I don't know. I assume. Yeah. I mean, I think that's all like red pill. Yeah, it's crazy because they were talking shit. about that's that, it's all it all <laughs> yeah a lot of those guys got introduced into the alt right via pickup artist culture. Oh really? Yeah, that's kind of the Ew. gateway drug. So is that basically like a subset of the alt right? Basically, is these guys who think a, they're they think they're entitled to fuck women? Is that what I, it is? I don't know if it's a subset. It's more of a gateway, right? I oh. think that's how Mike Cernovich. You know, who Mike Cernovich is. I've yeah, I know who I, that that's is. That's where he I think started. Was that kind of? Oh God! I don't know if it was PUA, but it was definitely like sort of that macho self help mm-hmm. end of. Uh, the internet right where, where he got his start and all of his followers yeah so yeah there is there's a lot of and listen some of that pua stuff if you read it like there yeah if, if you get if you put aside the misogyny some of it is accurate in in being a more confident person uh, the some of the stuff that you sh- you shared in the uh, notes that you gave me Mm-hmm. You know, some of it's not bad advice. Well, like, no, here's here's this is from a pickup artist website, okay, and it's from an article called "Escaping the Friend Zone." Right. Well, this is this <laughs> and, is where the the mentality of what's happening is so wrong. Yeah. So this is so this is uh, advice. It says the best way to deal with this "let's just be friends" issue is to make sure it never happens in the first place. <laughs> so it's crazy, uh, and then it it lists. Uh, here, here's a few major causes of a girl slotting you neatly into the friend category. Yeah. Uh, the first one is you acted like a wuss around her and didn't have the courage to be the to be the man for fear of how she would react. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's crazy. You acted yeah. like a wuss. Um, you did stuff for her in a blatant attempt to convince her to sleep with you. I don't know about that. Uh, you acted needy, clingy, or desperate around her. And then finally, you didn't man up and have the physical and and have the courage to escalate physically with her, and this creeped her out. Right. So basically, that last one is that saying that you you it basically to me that's like you should almost rape somebody. <laughs> that's what it sounds well, it's like. It's very it's it's very misguided advice because the one piece in there that's accurate is you're adding to you're acting too desperate or needy or clingy you think that's accurate i think that's accurate in that men think that acting like very supplicant ish towards women is like the key to fucking them i don't think pua 
is the way to go, although it's effective in some cases, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think that men have this idea in their head that they can earn pussy. Like, if, if I just do the right combination of things, this girl that I have right. a crush on is eventually going to fuck me. Right. And that's not right. It's yeah. It's not how it works. If she's decided you're not somebody she's interested in, she's just not interested in you. So right. you can't work your way into her vagina. Yeah. You just have to move on. Yeah. And there's the the nuggets in there where it says stop being desperate, needy, or clinging are what men need to hear, but they are covered up with all this like, you know, oh, you have to act like this man that grabs her and, and does this stuff. And that's not necessarily the case either. Either somebody wants to fuck you or they don't. Right. And you have somebody who you're interested in is going to signal to you pretty quickly if they want to fuck you or if they don't. Yeah. And if they don't, it's time to go, okay, I'm going to take the L and I'm going to move on to somebody but th- else. But then there are also instances where I definitely, like, would fuck a guy. But, like, I definitely, you know, am not because I want to keep him as my friend. Well, there's, yeah. And there's things that, there's varying factors that move right. people in and out, right? Yeah. And that's accepting that, too. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you have a the hots for a girl at work, if you're a man and you have the hots for a girl sure. at work, uh, she may be interested in you, but she may not want to fuck her coworkers. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, it's just not going to happen. Well, yeah, no, because there's a lot of comics where like, oh, I would definitely like fuck this guy, but right. I know it's not in my, <laughs> it's no. not in my interest. No. So the you zone know? is malleable. Like if, if right. you have this girl work and you like her, blah, 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 but then you move jobs or she moves jobs, then that barrier is gone. Right. But it's sort of being able to recognize when and when you aren't, going to have a chance with somebody right and i think that men tell themselves this friend zone lie because they think they've been put into this place and they can get out of it mm-hmm. but it's not about getting yeah. out of a place it's you're not in a place right that you're not and then you know in comedy i especially like there's something kind of like there's kind of something fun about like having sexual tension with a with another comic and like flirting with them and like seeing them out all the time. Does that do you ever do that? Not with uh, not really with comics, but in in life, I love sexual tension. Yeah, probably better than sex. Really? Yeah, I. It's much. And when you finally That's so interesting when you finally get down to it, you're like, all right, well, this was. Yeah. No, there's a comic who I have like we have extreme like sexual tension. Lee Kushner. <laughs> No, no, it's actually a young man. (laughs) Don't let him hear this. It's Lee Kushner. Why are you name dropping people on (laughs) this podcast? I said one name. (laughs) It's not even a name to name drop. Anyway, so (laughs) no, it's this. It's this comic. I. I mean, we've known each other for like four years. Can you write his name down? Yeah, and we've actually talked about like um if if we're, like you know when people say like if we're not married in this number of years we'll get married. Right. We've talked about that. Oh. Do you know him? Sort of, not well. But you know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like he's one person where like the first time I saw him I was like, "Oh my god, I'm extremely sexually attracted to this person." And I don't I didn't know what it was. Now I know because he has a drinking problem. <laughs> I'm so attracted to guys with drinking problems. I, it's like it's like a magnet. It's like fucking magnet. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's because it's a certain personality type that yeah, has a drinking like problem. it's well because my father had a drinking problem, yeah. so I'm subconsciously attracted to that sort of personality. Do you want it back in your life? No, I don't. Actually, you know, my father sent me a birthday message last night on really? uh, LinkedIn. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's a true story. Did he say, congrats on the new job. <laughs> He's like, hey, Heather, happy birthday. Hope you're doing well. Did he endorse like, you for any skills? No, actually. I don't think he would know how to do that. That's too bad. Fuck. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, me and this guy, like, I mean, we have an obvious, like, palpable sexual tension. And it's fun because we, like, flirt all the time. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure if something did happen that it would just ruin yeah, so many things. <laughs> no, it would ruin so many things. It would make it not fun anymore because then it's like, right. oh, it's, yeah, the tension is broken and yeah, exactly. We've seen each other naked and yeah, it's over. It's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with some people seeing me naked. But it, if it ruins your continuing sexual tension, hmm. it's almost a bummer. Uh, that's why I don't know. Well, because it's been so long, 
Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, with certain guys, like, if I know I want to sleep with them right away, I honestly, I want it to happen as soon as possible. <laughs> you know? Don't Why? you think? Why is that? Well, because, well, not, it's not a friend zone thing, but it's more like, I feel like, I really do feel like if something doesn't happen with somebody you're interested right away, it usually ends up never happening. Hmm. Like, if there's not a certain move made with it I there's not like a, a prescribed time to it but I feel like if you're really interested in somebody and you express that and they don't reciprocate within like a certain amount of time then it's it's never gonna happen and you need to move on yeah I agree with that for sure yeah but if you're both interested right and it's just sort of simmering um, below the surface yeah I had that recently that's not so, that's it not was so great. bad either what is what's great what I had a I had a situation work out for me recently oh, yeah <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and you didn't abandon ship because you knew no. you were able to read the signals. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was definitely like Yeah, I see what you're writing. Interest. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm A lot glad. of names on this list. What list? <laughs> There's only three names here, and one of them is somebody who keeps trying to set me up with people, which I will never do. I mean, he tried to set me up with a, um, I don't know, like some sort of like engineer guy. I do not get along with those types. Why? They're just too... Uh, not logical but they just don't think in the same way i do like i'm very um people like that just don't get my sense of humor like they don't they're very serious oh i I don't get along with that they take you seriously yeah (laughs) what they take you seriously instead of taking yeah they take everything you say at face value you know they don't under they there's no gauge for like sarcasm or anything like that and i like somebody who i can be sarcastic with i mean i grew up in a household where everything was sarcasm like there was verbal abuse (laughs) And all that's not saying that I, I don't want verbal abuse in my life now, but I'm just saying I have a different, I have a threshold for like what things, cause you know, comics give each other shit. So, yeah, and were, I, and I like that. You were forged in the fires of uh, abnormal childhood. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Were you? I don't think so. <laughs> I think, well, it's hard to, everything's normal for you. No, it's not that it was normal. You know, my, there's mental illness in my family that we didn't really acknowledge oh my god we never acknowledged mental illness in the, my family the, my there was my parents were of two very different generations like my dad was much older than my mom yeah which was just something we grew up with it was kind of weird when you have it right your dad from that far away from a generation as you yeah uh so i think there was weird like my family was very waspy so it's the undercurrents of of dysfunction might have been there but it wasn't we weren't yelling and screaming and being sarcastic with each other sure (laughs) you're gonna leave that pause in yeah i don't know no everybody in my family is mentally ill i swear to god we we have we have a fair amount that's what I'm most worried about as I get what? older. That you that'll get worse, more pronounced. No, is that I'll have some kind of mental problem, you know? Oh, that it'll just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, that, you don't have inklings of that. Maybe. I mean, I definitely have. You know, it's hard. It's hard to determine in yourself what's crazy and what's not because it's just your daily living, right? You sure. Don't, you don't know that you're behaving abnormally. You don't know that. You're... Oh, if you're genuinely crazy, you have no idea. Right. Right. So it's it's kind of a difficult thing to know. Like in my family, the person who had mental illness, it didn't show up until much later in life, in a real concentrated form. There was a big stressor, mm-hmm. and then suddenly this person just had a total break from reality. Oh, like and, a psychotic break. Yes. Okay. And. Up to that point, I if you looked, you could kind of go, oh, this is somebody who's a little bipolar and we need to keep our eye. But, you know, since you're not looking for that, you have no idea. So right. When the event came, it was, oh, my God, how do we deal with this? The that, event. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't want to blow up the <laughs> no, spot of the person I'm talking about. Okay. So the, uh, that's what I worry about in myself, right? Because that's a family member. And then that know, it could be genetic. Yeah. W- one day I might have some giant stress or something happens. I don't know if happens. that's how that works. I think you can see hints of stuff in people for a long time. Right. But maybe there's hints I think of people that. just aren't looking, you know? Yeah, of course. Oh, do I see a hint of mental illness in you? Is yeah, that what you're do, asking? Do you see? Oh, yeah. You're, you're fucked up. <laughs> 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 yep. You're going to be bouncing off some padded walls nice. in the future. <laughs> I'm sad. kidding. No. I don't think you're... I think everything's fine with you. Good. 
pretty much. Oh, um, I have one more thing to say about the friend zone thing. Yeah. I, I like, okay, the fact that some women think this exists, that they can get friend zoned by men, mm-hmm. stop it. <laughs> that, is, that is not true. Either a man wants to fuck you or he doesn't. Right. Right? Yeah. And honestly, 80% of the time, a man will fuck you. <laughs> Don't you think? Probably. If if you have to wear him down, ladies, he will fuck you. <laughs> he will fuck you. Because men are just like, I mean, just think about some of the things that men fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Inanimate objects. Their hands. Melons. What? <laughs> Their hands. What is... What is... I haven't watched. We we have call me by your name at work. Oh, I I haven't seen that. Is there? There's a grapefruit scene, yeah, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh. Yeah. I know what it is, right? He fucks a grapefruit. Right, right? and then the other guy eats it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> I should go see this movie. Yeah, it'll be out on digital. Wait, so. did you didn't see it? Though. No, we've. I've only seen parts of it. That's all I've heard is like the work. grapefruit scene. No. It's like, uh. yeah, men will fuck whatever. But yeah, women are not getting friend zoned by men. It's right. Just the man is not. Because we we know somebody who said they got friend zoned. We were like, hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, we that, that it shouldn't be perpetuated anywhere. Whenever. Yeah, it, it it's a sexist idea, isn't it? Don't you think this I, idea that women don't have the autonomy to, you know, decide like, yes, I want to be with this guy. No, I don't want to be. It makes this assumption that you can just win a woman over. Right. You know, where a woman has already decided in her head whether or not she'll fuck you. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you can't earn it. (laughs) Right. You can't put coins in the pussy slot and eventually (laughs) you'll hit a jackpot. Yeah, it's gross. Like, these guys just think that, I don't know what it is. Like They can, like, do uh, penance and get in there. Even men that aren't sexist at all will get into the mindset. I've worked with so many dudes that will come back after a weekend. And they're just moping about this girl. And they're like, oh, she just she got me in the friend zone. Oh, was, my God. And I'm like, move on. Go yeah. fuck someone else instead of focusing on this girl That's who true. will never fuck you. And there, listen, there are guys. Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but there's a woman out there who will fuck you. Yeah. Right? There was a guy years ago who, oh, this is a good story. So mm. it was a guy I went to high school with. This all goes <laughs> It goes back to high school. But anyway, um, years ago, I had I didn't know he had a crush on me or whatever. He never told me. But it was after college where, you know, everybody, there was like a neighborhood bar. Everybody was hanging. Everybody moved back home after college because the economy was so shitty. Right. But um, he was there a lot and I was there. And then, you know, I started noticing that he was definitely interested in me, but I was never attracted to him at all. So to me, it was like not a, a big deal. You know, it was just like move on with my life. But, like, there was one night where he was so fucking drunk. And this is, like, so disturbing to me. He told me, he was, was like, Heather, you know, you're a cunt because you won't fuck me. What? He said that to me. You're a cunt because you won't fuck me. Yeah, he's like, you won't fuck me, you're a cunt. And that didn't get you all hot? And you're like, oh, take me now. No. (laughs) Shockingly, right? (laughs) I did. I was not into that at all. Yeah, but I remember, because men can be retaliatory with you, like, if you don't give them, you know, what they think they deserve sure. I mean, or whatever. Women are socialized to try to protect men's feelings in this regard. So that's the other reason sure. men don't. But yeah, you don't want to, like, hurt a guy's feelings. But that all that stems from the fear of, you know, what's that quote? Uh, uh, oh, the biggest fear. What is it? Men's biggest fear is that women will laugh at them, and women's biggest fear is that men will kill them. Right. Who is that? Is that Atwood? Margaret Atwood? I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Who that is? <laughs> well. But yeah, I, that's I've, that's basically the end of Cat Person, right? The. Oh yeah, Cat Person, which we have. Oh yeah, it is Margaret Atwood. Yeah, no, Cat Person. You know, it's this young girl kind of like going along with this motion and everything doesn't he end up like texting i've had this happen to me too is like you know you're having you don't respond to a guy's like text or whatever and then they're like bitch yeah (laughs) like i had a guy once on um okay cupid or something or plenty of fish or one of those where you know he he started out by saying i was like one of the most beautiful (laughs) women he's ever seen and then i didn't respond because i wasn't interested you know and like i don't have to respond to you you know and then he keeps going like question mark 
question mark yeah hello and then he he ended it with uh well guess what you're not as hot as you think bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's what he said like that was going to sway me yeah you know oh (laughs) yeah Well, <laughs> wow, this guy's really interested in me. Let me uh, let yeah. me see what he's all about. Yeah, exactly. God, it's just like this immediate leap from like I'm gonna say something nice to I'm going to be horrible because this will work. You know, I don't know what it is. Retaliation, I suppose. Yeah, I I mean it happens like on if you're on Grinder or something. I've I've gotten oh yeah I've gotten a dick pic and and I always say gross when anybody ever sends me a dick pic because I think it's gross. Yeah, and they always get mad. They go yeah. fuck you. And it's like, oh god. Well, what did you think I was gonna do? Like I'm yeah. not interested in your disembodied penis. Right. Except it's, I am in a I, I am in a you are dick- interested in disembodied penis. Well, I'm. <laughs> it's no, I'm in a dick pic group chat Ooh. with three other comics, <laughs> and we 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 judge the dicks of uh, men. It's mostly comics, wow, and or guys who they fuck off of. Um, like tinder and shit like that but i don't i don't i'm not on tinder i'm not on anything i honestly i have a very low sex number so i and i don't have any i only have dick pics of like two guys i've hooked up with i'm just amazed that people are so willy-nilly sending dick pics around really yeah i think women are into it though like these women and me yeah like we want to see it so you're looking at it not laughing but you're like no we're like judging it we're like ooh. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, it has to be an impressive one. You're going to get a lot of dick pics after this podcast. Uh, my number is 719244. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, uh, email the podcast for my for my uh, phone number. It's <laughs> unrulypodcast at gmail.com. Send your dick and pics and there. me and the dick pic uh, group chat will judge your dick. Do you give feedback? Do we give feedback? Yeah. No. I mean, there's some, uh, there's a dick pic of. Um, there's there's one guy who I definitely would have sex with. He's a comic mm-hmm. and like his I mean his is like perfect. Wow. I mean it's like amazing. What yeah. does perfect mean? It's just nice and you know white. Thick. What? <laughs> what do you mean it's white? Yeah, he's know. a white guy. <laughs> yeah. What does that have to do with anything? No, I was just guessing what you were going to say. Oh, yeah, I'm into Caucasian men. I'm sorry. <laughs> Send your dick pics to Unruly Podcast. Yeah, send send the dick pics to unrulypodcast at gmail.com and me and three other uh, popular comics will judge your dick. Nice. We'll let you know what we think. You know, you can submit. No, thanks. All right. I'm pretty sure. Uh, what does that mean? What? You're, you're, wink, you're <laughs> winking at me. I'm not sure what that. I'm pretty sure it's good. I haven't had any complaints. Duh. <laughs> You know what I mean? I like that confidence. <laughs> All right. Do we have final thoughts on this episode? Um, if you're a man, you know, I mean, stop complaining about the friend zone. It's- stop trying to harass women into fucking you. Yeah, How about that? Move on. Like, If a woman doesn't want to fuck you and you call her a cunt, she's not going to fuck you anymore after no. that. <laughs> At all. She certainly is. That guy ended up marrying a girl who, like, her eyes are uneven. (laughs) (laughs) Well. And I was like, yep, that sounds about right. (laughs) I was just just like, I'm not not saying I'm, like, this beautiful, like, gorgeous woman, but I was definitely out of his league. You know what I mean? Right. And it happens. The French guy, you mean? No, this was the guy who called me a cunt. Oh, the cunt guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I saw that they got engaged, I, I posted a, a subtweet status on Facebook where I was like, congrats on your engagement to a guy who called me a cunt, but I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, good. Wow, you won. <laughs> what a prize. Enjoy your googly eyed whore. Oh, my God. Poor girl. I feel bad for her. Yeah. You know, sorry. They're not going to listen to this. Actually, I hope they do. Email the podcast on rulypodcast.gmail.com. Send your dick pic so Heather can see what she missed. Oh, I'm sure it's small. A nubbin. <laughs> he just, there's just a way a man walks when you know he has a good dick. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't just know. Just a confident walk. All right. I've seen it. You know. That walk. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so Charles... 
thanks thanks for coming on. My pleasure. And uh, we'll we'll see you again soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Stop.